Hello and welcome to Fostering the Inner Child podcast. My name is Melana Macias and I am your Christ-centered child deliverance coach that helps parents understand trauma and behavioral issues from a biblical, spiritual perspective. If this is your first time listening to me, I want to thank you for taking the time and welcome. If you have not joined my Facebook page, please go over and check us out at Reclaiming the Inner Child. I would love to have you. So let's just really get into this. I really want to speak about something that I believe is so important in this podcast today. The Lord has placed in my heart a desire to help parents and guardians of children to fully understand how some behaviors are deeply rooted and very, very spiritual when it comes to our children. I want to make this podcast unlike any other. This is not going to be your your typical rehash of um, different techniques to help your children uh, behave, books and all of these things. No, I am seeking the Lord wants you guys to have your child healed. We don't need coping skills. We need healing and deliverance. Okay. So today I'm going to get very much into um, the ministry of Jesus, okay? Because the the majority of of Christ's walk on this earth was casting out demons and healing the sick, and those two things go together, okay? Cast the demon out, and the sickness leaves. Um. In my own personal testimony, I have had many healings because I've had so many, I've had many deliverances and it, and it accompanied some sort of healing. I mean, from restoration of eyesight to, um, even loose teeth. Okay. So it, it really does when you, when demons are casted out, healing just automatically flows from that. So I want to just concentrate on this one account, which is th- it's three times in the New Testament, the exact same account. But in the first two I want to touch on and I will read um, to you is it, it gives us the foundation of what is going on with this little boy and, um, and how demonic it was and what it done to this child. And the key point I want you to take away from this is that the father knew he discerned that there was something not right with his child and he knew that he had a demon okay so I'm going to read Matthew 17 14 through 19 and I want to go ahead and let you know that I am reading from the AMPC Bible version I love AMPC um it just lays it out it also you know um it, it also gives you the, uh, the, uh, the Hebrew um, dictionary as well. So I really like that part. So I don't have to go up and look up words to see what they actually mean. And when I don't have my actual Bible with me, I always go to BibleGateway.com because it has all the different versions of, uh, different versions of the Bible, which helps us understand scriptures. So I'm going to read Matthew 17, 14 through 19, and I, I encourage you to actually read it yourself too, because a lot of times we will listen to people and 
we actually haven't read the verses for ourselves. It's so important to read the verses for ourselves so that we know that um, what we're being taught is like Bible. So, um, when they approached the crowd, a man came up to Jesus, kneeling before him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic. He is moonstruck and suffers terribly. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples, and they were not able to heal, heal him. And Jesus answered, You unbelieving and perverted generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the boy was healed at once. Okay. Now, in Mark, talks about the same child, the same account but a little bit more detailed. And that's the reason why I want to read this one too. So this is going to be Mark 9, 14 through 28. When they came back to the other nine disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and scribes questioning and arguing with them. Immediately when the entire crowd saw Jesus, they were startled and began running up to greet him. He asked them, what are you discussing with them? One of the crowd replied to him, Teacher, I brought you my son possessed with a spirit, which makes him unable to speak. And whenever it seizes him, intending to do harm, it throws him down, and he foams at the mouth, and he grinds his teeth and becomes stiff. I told your disciples to drive it out, and they could not do it. He replied, Oh, you unbelieving, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. They brought the boy to him. When the demonic spirit saw him, immediately it threw the boy into a convulsion. And falling to the ground, it began rolling around, foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked his father, How long has he, this been happening to him? And he answered, Since childhood. The demon has often thrown him into the fire and into the water, intending to kill him. But if you do anything, take pity on us and help us. Jesus said to him, You say to me, if you can, all things are possible for the one who believes and trusts in me. Immediately the father of the boy cried out with desperate, piercing cry, cry saying, I do believe. Help me overcome my belief. When Jesus saw that the crowd was rapidly gathering around them, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You deaf and mute spirit, I command you to come out of him and never enter him again. After screaming out and throwing him into terrible convulsion, it came out. The boy looked so much like a corpse, so still and pale, that many of the spectators said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, and he raised, and he stood up. Wow. So a lot was going on with this little boy. I mean, I can't even imagine. I mean, this little boy was probably burnt from head to toe. He probably was out of control. His parents were unable to keep him in control. And when Jesus asked the father the question, how long it had been going on, he specifically said since childhood. That's indicated to me that something must have happened to that child in order for this demon to come into him, even though the scripture doesn't tell us what it is, but we have an indication that that the father had said that 
something obviously had happened because it had came into him when he was a child. The father recognized and discerned that the child was not acting like a typical child-like behavior and that there was more something more spiritual going on. That's why he sought out the disciples. And lastly, you know, when the disciples couldn't cast out the demon, that um, he had to go to Jesus directly himself. I bet some of you listening right now know as a Christian that parent that something just isn't right. And that's why you're listening to me right now. You know, I've known many parents who tried many medications. And maybe you, maybe you, your child has too. Many medications, many um, um, psychologists. Uh, maybe you've switched medications because one medication stopped working for your child. Seeing lots of therapists. Some of you may, may be told that um, your child may, may never, maybe take a life long therapy sessions. Maybe there was some trauma that happened to your child that they're just not the same as they used to be. But you know something spiritual is going on. Now, please do not hear what I'm not saying. Do never, do not ever stop a medication or doctors or therapies or um, psychologist visits. I am not telling you to do that, okay? That is for the licensed professionals to make that decision, okay? And you working with them. If you have walked through what I tell you to do in order to help your child and your doctors and your therapist make the decision, and you make that decision with them that they no longer need that, okay? But I'm not telling you to do that do that okay I'm just saying this is I have dealt with many parents who have been on many different medications and medications stopped working or the therapy sessions just wasn't working and there's something more going on okay that's what I'm here to help you understand if it's normal childlike behaviors or if this is something more spiritual okay so I did want to clarify something though here because what I'm talking about is children who have been through traumas and become oppressed. Now, the scriptures that I just read for you above, though that child was possessed. And there's a difference in between oppression and possession. Okay, so I wanted to clarify this. Possession is someone who has not accepted Christ in their hearts. Okay, and a demon can come through the trauma, whatever that may be, okay? It could be mom, dad got divorced. Um, it could be uh, a death in the family. It could be a natural disaster. I mean, though, these things affect children greatly. And I think the most misunderstood saying, and I've heard so many people say this, is that children are resilient. We got to stop. We got to get that out of our wordage. Children are not, okay? Children are not resilient. They may not act like you would think they would act, emotional or or, or, or whatever, that you may think that they should act, and then you don't see that action, and you don't think it affected them. It greatly affects them. And this is when 
this is when the gate is opened for oppression, okay? So again, possession is for someone who is not saved and does not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. A demon fully takes over the person and the individual is not able to control themselves. Okay, because the demon has full control. Oppression is of the soul. Okay, we are made of three-part beings, body, soul, and spirit. That's biblical. Okay, so when we ask Jesus into our hearts, our, our, our spirit man has been become and made perfect. But we have our souls that are not. Okay. Our souls consist of the traumas that we've been through, sins of other people against us, our own sins, and generational curses from the third and fourth generation, which we can see, we can read that in Exodus 34, 7, where it states that. Okay? So when someone gets becomes oppressed, they still, they still have the capability of controlling themselves well, there's certain aspects of their mind, will, and emotions that are controlled by that demon that oppresses their soul. Okay, so what is your mind, will, and emotions? Well, that's your characteristics. That's who you are. That's who makes you. I mean, that's, that's what makes you, you. Okay. So you might be saying, how in the world can Holy Spirit and a demon coexist? All right. Well, what I just what I just said. Okay. In Exodus 34, 7, it tells us that we have generational curses through the third and fourth generation. We have our own sins going all, you know, we have the sins other people may be committed against us. That includes maybe someone molestation and rape and things of that sort. Okay. So when someone is oppressed, we can say every person in this entire world is oppressed, okay? Because the only person that was ever made in perfection was Jesus Christ, okay? So my ask, how does this happen to, to innocent children? I mean, it can even happen in the womb. You could have been pregnant with your child and maybe it wasn't a fitting time, maybe financially, Maybe you just didn't want to have a baby. And I'm not condemning no parents, okay? we are, I'll be the first to raise my hand. I have done a lot of my parenting wrong. I've made mistakes, okay? So do not hear what I'm not saying. I am not condemning anyone because we've all made our mistakes. But even the slightest thing is those kind of feelings. You know how the doctors will tell you, um... Your child feels everything that you feel, so, you know, try not to stress out, um, you know, and things of that sort. So, when if a mom feels like, oh, man, I just, I just don't, I don't want to have a baby right now. That child feels that rejection. So, what happens is that, that rejection, that spirit of rejection can come in, even early in the womb. Um, traumas like um, neglect, sexual abuse. Um, it, there's just so many different ways that 
you know, demons can come in and oppress. Well, you might be saying, well, well, then how in the world am I supposed to protect my child? We protect our child by being reinforced by knowing what to do. Okay. There's, we cannot protect them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We try, we do our best, but things happen that are out of our control sometimes. And I just happened to my child. So, and I, and I wasn't, and I felt guilty for the longest time, but I knew that I have done everything that I could. And this was not in my control at the time. Okay. So when a trauma happens and in whether it be in your life as a child or in your child's life, that's the instant that is the instant, okay, a child becomes oppressed by whatever it, it may be. A lot of times rejection is the number one, um, and neglect is number two uh, in children. That's when that first demon comes in and enters. And as the child grows, that main demon brings in other demons as that child grows and it gets stronger and it gets bigger. So this is why I want to empower you to understand these things as a parent, because you, you want to get rid of it now. If there's a trauma that's already happened to your child and, and maybe personality has changed and it, you need to take authority. You as the parent have relational authority. Okay, I want to empower you. I care. I care about your children. I care about this generation that is just is um, it. It is a perverse generation when it comes to our children. I'm just going to say that. Um, and we have to remember that the Bible tells us in Ephesians six twelve that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the powers against the master spirits who are the world rulers of the present darkness and against the, the spirit forces of wickedness, wickedness sorry, in heavenly spheres. We have to be aware at all times because we're not continuing with people, but the evil that resides within people. How do we do that? We have to have the ability to discern and we have to press into it and see the heart of someone like God does instead of their appearance, which we often do because we're human. We often do that. We're human beings. Uh, it's just a natural thing. We, we tend to judge people by their appearance and not by their hearts. I feel like that you already have the ability to discern. We all do, actually. We have to get to a place of prayer and ask the Lord to reveal to us what is making our child act in a certain ways. And Holy Spirit is faithful to answer you. And I had, without to tell you a little bit, my son had um, been acting out about a couple years ago. He had extreme anger, consistently extreme anger. And I knew, I discerned that there was a spirit of anger because it just wasn't normal to act that way as a 
a four and five year old. Um, he was, he would hit his sister. When we would take him in public, he would headbutt and, and, and just act very strangely. And I felt the Holy Spirit say he had a spirit of anger on him. And so I, I, I laid my hands on him, and as soon as I did, and I commanded the spirit of anger to come out, his eyes rolled back in his head, and he began spinning on the floor in circles. And it, I, the, I commanded the demon to go, and it went. Now, does he get angry sometimes? No? Yeah, because that's normal, though. It's normal to get angry sometimes as a child, you know, but it's not normal to be consistently angry. So, see, we just have to discern and be prayerful. Pray about it. Um, Bible tells us in the New Testament that some of these spirits cannot be casted out unless through prayer and fasting. So sometimes we have to go into prayer and fasting in order to be able to get to that place of dying to self and let the Holy Spirit work through us. Um, I just want to say before I even end this podcast that if you have not went and watched The Sound of Freedom, I highly suggest you go watch it. Now, you may say, well, what does that movie have anything to do with what you were just saying? Our children are being targeted. Our children are going through traumas that sometimes are out of our control. And when we watch this movie, we see how out of control this world is getting. It is so, this world is so focused on our kids, hurting them, causing trauma. And then as a parent, you know, I want to equip you for if anything should ever happen, that you know how to take your authority and take control and and, and, and get rid of that demonic oppression that's come upon them because of the trauma that we wasn't able to, to prevent. They don't, your kids don't have to live a life of suffering and be um, going to adulthood and be on 50 different medications and seeing countless psychiatrists and therapists. I want to empower you. I want to get you start thinking about the behavior of your child or even looking at, at the past. Has, has there been any traumas that's happened? Um, when did their, their person, little personalities change? Now, I do have a free ebook, okay, that is available on my website, fosteringtheinnerchild.com. Um, you can go over there, download it. There's no catch to it. It's a free little mini ebook just for you. Um, and if you have any questions, you can feel free to contact me. I also have a contact form on my website, and I will respond to you. It, it is my heart's desire for every parent to take back their authority, get rid of these oppressions and strongholds off our children, and take our kids back for the kingdom of God. Because the devil's out there prowling, trying to get our children as very young. He wants them very young, so he has them. Okay? 
my friends, I'm telling you, I'm here for you. So if you have any questions, head over to either my website, fill out the form, or just get in talk, contact with me on Facebook, and I will be in touch. Until then, I will talk to you next week on Fostering Inner Child Podcasts. Blessings.